Hey there, thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. But before I take you to your show, I have a very small request to make. Do check out the other episodes that we have created so far. And as you know, we are available on all major music and podcast streaming apps across the world. So whichever podcasting platform you're listening to, do hit the follow button and leave us a rating as that will help us improve our content and reach a wider audience. And with that, welcome to the show. Well, it is called Say That Again, mate. I don't know why it's called that, but I don't know who coined the name. Let me check the records. Oh, well, it was me. Uh, I think uh, Priya the mate came from Australia. Australia, whatever you, however you pronounce it. Australia. Yeah, and whatever, I mean, uh, this, this morning there was another news that came from Australia is that England came out to become the world champions of T20 International this year. Sad, sad news for India because we got crashed out in the semis, but we managed because Pakistan lost the finals. So I think a lot of us are doing good today. But anyway, yeah. nothing against them. We all played well. The boys played well. Mashallah. And today, today, we have got some good players. Of course, the right-handed batsman, orthodox Priyanka Mishra. <laughs> Priya, say hello. <laughs> uh, hi there, cynical friend of mine. <laughs> was always ranting like against our own podcast this is just anyway talking of uh, i mean speaking of the cricket match there are so many memes around that this is just a gift to rishi sunak uh, so yeah our dear son in law whatever <laughs> i mean the internet says so many rubbish things you know sometimes but Especially you know what let's Indians. let's uh, me and you not do any more rubbish because we have got some amazing guests today and um, yes, they are from a field which is very less known to a lot of people, a lot of our audience, I'm sure. For me also, it was like relatively very new um, when I like actually saw them doing and practicing this. So without wasting any much time, I would like to invite the people of the world, Sakshi Gangrade and Akshita Gangrade on the podcast. It's called Say That Again, Mate. They are professionals of sound meditation and without saying any any more i would just give sakshi the stage and she'll just talk about it sakshi how are you doing and welcome to the show thanks gaurav namaste i'm doing good uh how are you both doing uh we are just you know just woke up from uh like a rubbish sleep and had tea and yeah just recording this podcast no professionalism at all but yeah you are here thanks for coming first of all but uh, um, would, would you like to like talk about yourself how uh, I mean where are you from what are you doing right now and all of these things called uh, I mean the practice that you're doing which of course our users will know right now yeah 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 sure um so, hi, I'm Sakshi. Um, I was born and raised in central India, but now I live in SF Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, professionally, I'm a software engineering manager working in Bay Area. Um, but I've always, um, you know, like yoga was always a part of my life growing up in India. Uh, I'm, I'm blessed to be part of a family where all the teachings of yoga, all limbs of yoga were somehow very um naturally incorporated in our lifestyles we didn't have to go way beyond or 
it, it was just part of our lives, uh, holistic yeah. part of our lives. Yeah. Uh, so it has always stayed with me since I was a kid and I've always felt connected uh, with myself, with my true self, uh, every time I'm part of any yogic practice. It doesn't necessarily have to be the physical asana practice. Um, so different limbs of yoga. Uh, I, I, I think for as long as I, I can remember, maybe like five or six years of age, um, where my parents introduced me to yoga and, and different uh, teachings of yoga. Wow. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it has always made me feel one with myself. So good. So it was that early that you started. My God. Yeah, so it's not that I used to practice every day. It was just a natural part of my life is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's not that I was, I would every day get up early and practice, uh, do asana practice or meditate. But uh, you know, like the general yum yums of how to live your life. Uh, yeah. That were always to us from a very early age. Um, yes, during uh, summer vacations and winter vacations, my dad used to wake me up like at 6 a.m. in the night, which I used to find, uh, 6 a.m. in the morning, sorry, which I used to find so annoying at that age. <laughs> 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 so I would just go and uh, like my dad would ask me to go practice, like do asana practice and I would just go lie down and tell that, okay, yeah, I just got done with my asana practice and I'm, I'm into shavasana right now. So, <laughs> but uh, in hindsight, I'm, I, I, I feel really thankful for all those teachings for, for the discipline that me. And now I feel very, it, getting up at 6 a.m. gives me like uh, too much joy. Even if I will not do it every day. I'm not saying that I get up every day in, at 6 a.m. I still wake up late. But the days when I get up early uh, is, is what brings me too much joy. Um, Super. So now Super. moving to, yeah, sorry, you were saying something? No, no. So I was just saying that it it's no longer a routine for you. It's just a part of life. You do not uh, take extra time out to do things. It's just just a part of your daily thing. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, sometimes like life happens, work happens. There's so many things yeah. going around us, right? So it's important to prioritize what brings you joy. Uh, there are so many hours in a week, uh, in, in a year. Uh, taking out some portion of that time anything that you love to do anything that gives you calmness anything that brings you joy uh, it's oh, very sure. important to move our focus calm our nervous systems down from so much rush in like you know our everyday lives right now so much you're just always in that on mode um, that we have to do this we have to do that to-do list after to-do list one to-do after another so it's not that while I really love doing these practices, it's not that it, uh, it's always there. Uh, it's very important to prioritize them. Yeah. Uh, the busyness of our lives in this era, I guess. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. So before we like dig deep, I would also like to uh, uh, talk to Akshita. She has, I mean, she, you guys are sisters and uh, she has also been a part of this journey, Akshita. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... I got introduced to sound meditation, I think one year, one and a half years ago. So I've been very inspired by my sister <laughs> always. Like like she already mentioned about the childhood. We both had a, a similar childhood. Uh, yoga was part of our life. But then I was a more difficult child, <laughs> hesitant one. <laughs> I wouldn't say so. Like I think everybody has their different interests at different times. So there is no point. That's true. But then like rushing anything either. I started mm -hmm. observing her yeah. and uh, of course... Um, our dad 
and just observing my sister she, it would just these things would make her so happy like her mom has also taught us uh, such principles but i would never listen but then when i started observing i also started including these things in our life in my life so i think that has been great sound meditation has been great i would like i would definitely share more about yeah yeah sure so, so priya uh, listening to them yeah. i just feel like it's, my it's childhood was such a waste <laughs> so sakshi and akshita both have a very uh, calming voice quality first of all it's like thank you priya i'm just uncanny uh, that's just uncanny but uh, <laughs> yeah so sound meditation it is so uh, let's just if you could introduce us to sound meditation and uh, yeah. what is it about and how is how it works and how did like uh, you got introduced to sound meditation like you said yeah. that uh, yoga was a part of your life since yeah. very early uh, how yeah. did sound meditation came through uh, sound meditation happened i think it was i first experienced it uh, last year and th- mm-hmm. that was the first time i was experiencing like like a sound meditation session with tibetan bowls crystal bowls and that happened at a point in life when i was looking for some kind of you know deep relaxation uh, again like how is how i was talking about uh, some time back that our lives have gotten so much busy these days yeah uh, there's too much going around um, and knowingly unknowingly we imbibe a lot of stress um, physical stress psychosomatic stress so i was in that phase of life where i was looking for some kind of meditation practice uh, a healing meditation practice uh, and just somehow like you know universe works in magical ways i always feel that so yeah. somehow it happened that i uh, found that i got to know about sound meditation experienced it and then i just fell in i just fell in love with it uh, i don't have any other way to describe it and wow. then i would eagerly wait for uh, like you know every next session i would keep following up uh, okay are we doing it uh, when when is the next session due and i would eagerly wait and i could see that the effect of meditation also lasted till the next yeah. session yeah um so yeah i i was in awe like okay what is happening this is so magical so then later i decided that i do want to spread this uh, even further um i i want my friends and family to experience it i want more people to experience it and and spread this joy around uh Surely. which is when i decided i want to uh, you know go do a course learn it learn the theory behind it why it works what, what what is that magic that's happening underneath so which is when early this year uh, i completed my certification and then i started hosting hosting the sessions excellent excellent you know what uh, this sound meditation thing how i uh, knew about it very like recently few months back is uh, i was watching one uh, travel vlog and the person was traveling in nepal and in nepal he like he saw that uh, there was this um, bowl and they used to do something around it and kind of you know a noise or, or a polite noise which was good to hear good to listen treat to your ears yeah. and then that turned out to be okay this is something which is used in meditation and then i saw like you guys practicing it and posting about it and hosting sessions so i thought maybe it would be a great idea to actually know more about it so akshita you got introduced to this of course by your sister and uh, you would have tried i'm i'm sure this is not the first kind of meditation that you would have tried mm-hmm. because of course both of you write 
since your childhood were introduced to yoga and meditation even i have tried meditation but that was like a very simple one where you just take quiet close your eyes sit up tight and take deep breaths and chant om like for 5 minutes that was my basic idea of meditation and uh, so how is this meditation different from the traditional or regular meditation the other types of meditation if you could just explain how does it impact your mind in a way yeah i can share my experience sure. so like you mentioned um i have tried guided meditation om chanting deep breathing observing the breath flow um but i would always come up against the same wall that i'm not able to sit still um i find it difficult to uh have a straight back i'm little distracted all the time so what i realized that i need something that i'm doing even if it is passive uh if, even if it is guided meditation that helps because i'm listening to something and again one hour length of meditation was something i thought i could never achieve um but with sound meditation i think like sakshi already mentioned yeah it does some sort of magic to you <laughs> she would know because she is the facilitator she has uh, taken a course so she has a better idea but as a practitioner i feel a 180 degree shift after that one hour so when i lie down when i get up some i always feel different whenever i have done sound meditation but i can classify my feelings into two areas one yeah. is when i'm extremely i feel so peaceful sometimes i even sleep during the sound meditation because i lie down and if i'm tired i would just sleep it's, it's so relaxing and it comes naturally um and in the second time is when i won't sleep um i'm listening to the singing bowl sound i'm aware of my body i could feel the vibration um secretly hoping that i would sleep because i'll feel more refreshed mm-hmm. <laughs> that always happens and when you're hoping that you would sleep you never sleep <laughs> so you're just waiting for that moment but after that one hour the body heals um i, I have done it during when i was going through a difficult phase in my life and uh, it just i i don't know how it happened but i would feel that my body is healing yeah. i am not as stressed as i used to be um in similar situations um just feeling relaxed not feeling any sort of uh, if i'm going to a difficult phase i won't feel angry about it or sad about it the uh, the art of letting go just came more naturally and we are in this hustle culture where everybody is hustling and somehow i feel that we are supposed to hustle we are supposed to work hard we are supposed True. to get done with the work but then i love to do nothing i love <laughs> i love sitting idle so this helps a lot like after that one hour i would just want to stay on my mat and you tend to feel cold after that session sakshi can talk more about it why that mm-hmm. happens so just like to take my blanket um sip some water and just be there just exist so awesome. uh, sakshi and akshata uh, i have a question is there a uh, physics behind this because we are focusing yeah. on how vibration uh, is affecting the game yeah. of vibration when it comes to sound meditation in particular yeah. how does it impact on nervous system and if you could elaborate more on the physics part because i know i read this that it's going to uh, for example yeah. how uh, opera singers uh, they are believed that uh, it's believed that they can break glass with the intensity of voice so how does sound uh, 
actually plays with the vibration inside human body yeah uh, i think that's a that's a very very good question uh which makes me realize i never uh, told you both what sound meditation actually is फॉर You know, deep relaxation, balancing different energy centers in your body. Uh, it helps in our emotional growth, spiritual growth. Um, how it works is, um, it aligns our, you know, mind, body, different cells in our body, different atoms in our body, to its original natural healed state. Um, how does it happen? Everything happens because of some science behind it, right? Yeah. so these singing bowls that we use are different med- sound meditation instruments that are being used uh, to conduct a session they they operate at a certain healing frequency their frequency resonates the vibrational frequency of earth um and that healing frequency and and the pattern in which you play the sound bowls uh, the singing bowls in which you play the uh, sounds uh healing frequencies help bring your body to a balanced state um and why specifically sound uh, sound is known to travel really well through water we all know that sound travels way, uh, well really well through water it can create ripples in water it will form different patterns in water different kinds of sound would uh, you can experiment it different kinds of sound would create different kinds of patterns uh, like you know if some loud music is playing and a what bowl of water is placed next to it it would have different kinds of pattern versus a different kind of sound so yeah. sound this is established that sound travels really well through water uh, what is our body it's 70% of it is water yes. uh, so that's why sound penetrates really well and that's why sound meditation is an effortless way to get into um, deep meditation which usually takes a um, lot of practice uh, yeah. to to reach that state but sound meditation makes it effortless um where uh sound does all 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 the work you don't have to do anything uh, most of the session you're lying down in a supine position or shavasana and you just have to be there uh, and experience it so that is why sound meditation works so uh, well on our bodies and mind so it's just that you have to lie down in shavasana position and listen to the audio of that particular you know yeah. so, the bowl yeah there's a pattern around it how the session goes uh, we start with um, some movement uh, some breath work and then we then the actual sound meditation starts so during the course of sound meditation everyone's lying in um lying down uh, yeah like yeah uh, supine position there are some uh, variables to it uh, say if somebody is expecting somebody is pregnant they can't lie down like how everybody else else does sure yeah so certain way to do it uh, but generally uh, for most of the cases it's just just like how you'd sleep uh, right. so some people like akshita said sometimes she tends to fall asleep it's okay to fall asleep it's not it's okay to not fall asleep um 
just experience the session on its whole. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, Sachi, I wanted to ask one more thing. The follow up of this is like uh, we have heard of all other types of meditations and then this sound meditation uh, is here, which is a separate thing in itself. So how do you like uh, differentiate from other you can say other meditation types like Akshita shared her uh, experience yeah. and observations about how she felt with sound meditation, uh, especially. So what are the other meditations? Because I'm sure a lot of our listeners and a lot of people around the world are practicing meditation, but not sound meditation. And if it's actually some different, how can they like start it if they want to start at this point? Yeah. Um... So how it is different from other forms. So all meditations have like a lot of like, be it any kind of meditation. It comes yeah. with its own benefits, like um, on a physical level, on an emotional level, mental level. Um, other kinds of meditation, the most common ones that, I, uh, that people follow are guided meditation. Um, there are there are numerous forms, right? Uh, right. Even movement become very meditative for some, some people. Tai Chi or like just a soulful dance session. It can be very different for uh, what people connect with. Uh, can be different for different people. Um, even sitting on your own and observing your breath can become meditative for some people. Right. So there is no uh, like right or wrong way to do meditation. Uh, but if you ask me how sound meditation differs from them is uh, what I said earlier. It's very effortless. You don't have to do anything and you... Uh, you just have to show up on your mat <laughs> is the yeah. beauty. And then you still get to experience those uh, deep meditative state. Um, uh, there are different uh, numerous benefits, as I said, like uh, physical uh, on physical body, you will see that if say if somebody is anxious, like usually heart palpitations increase, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you it, it helps with that. It helps reduce your heart. heart yeah, exactly. Like I, I was has... yeah mm -hmm. please go ahead sorry no 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 go ahead so i was i was about to ask you this like uh, uh, whom are we catering to like of course like mm -hmm. um, meditation is not for somebody who's in trouble and then they want to come to meditation it's for everybody either you are in trouble you, you are facing yeah. some difficulties in your life mentally physically or you are not you're absolutely yeah. doing good normal still you can do meditation just to enhance your uh, you know uh, happiness level or calmness in a way right. so uh especially for sound meditation i want to focus is mm -hmm. like you, you were just talking about how it affects your physical body the stress or um akshita also talked about this that we are in a rush in this world and everything is happening so quickly that we need time to you know stay put we need time to relax and you know take, take like basically we all uh, sometimes we feel that let's stop take a deep breath and analyze what we are doing so i mean coming back to the question whom are we catering to like is it something which anybody can do of course anyone any kid any adult any grown-up anyone can do or is it something for a specific kind of people who should definitely do it i mean i hope you get my question i'm just messing with words <laughs> No, no, no. I, I think you aptly put it. It's for, uh, it's actually for anyone, everyone. Um, uh, 
yeah it's for every being on the planet it's for human beings i've, I've seen so we we know humans meditate right yeah. um interesting observation that i've had is so if folks are joining my sound meditation session or if say even i am doing sound meditation session our pets tend to enjoy it as well wow so yeah so it's it's that powerful like uh, we have a parrot at home he can never stay quiet <laughs> he can never sit quiet <laughs> but due, while sound meditation is in progress he wouldn't utter a sound at all and he would be completely in the zone uh one uh um uh, someone who joined my session he mentioned that he observed something similar in his cats so it's very interesting that their cats were uh, sitting still they were not messing around with the home and you know their uh, pet parents were not were busy with meditation they kept sure. still the whole the whole time so it's literally for anyone and everyone and uh, we also observed that someone who was pregnant yeah so someone um, was expecting and they joined my session and post session she ended up good sense the baby enjoyed it uh, wow happy so, kicks yeah there were happy kicks and she could feel it like mothers would feel it right like uh, that what's happening inside uh, with the kid yeah so yeah. i think she felt it uh, she, she was also very joyous at that moment that the baby really enjoyed excellent i mean the And this just gives a sense of happiness, you know, uh, just listening to the stories that you guys are sharing about. Excellent. So, uh, Sakshi, uh, this mm-hmm. can be counted as an alternative medicine or not? Like, uh, there are certain types of other meditation as well. Again, yeah. apart from sound, including just the sound, there are other types of meditation. But uh, have you encountered any such people or any such? Uh, you know even doctors as well they just uh, sometimes pull legs of those people who encourage these type of practices i have seen myself my friends who are doctors they might uh, discourage that okay it's fine you'll end up taking of course allopathy doctors i'm talking about they'll just say it uh, end of the day you'll come to us only but meditation as an alternative medicine completely uh, or any other yoga practice or uh, there are many many uh, other yeah. uh, things included here so uh, how do you have you have you seen such people around you and how do you deal with them how do you explain to them that this is just not that kind of practice it heals within yeah yeah and just to just to add to uh, priya's question like uh, we see a lot of hate Uh, given to yoga practices especially by you know the gym goers the active gym goers you know the bodybuilders and they say that okay come on lift weight and yoga and all is just not for you it's for kids and all these these talks we come across i mean i i hear them a lot but i just feel like i don't need to explain to those fools anyway so yeah sakshi you you can explain it to them <laughs> like a second question uh, you, you you bring up a very important point um not much talked about i guess uh, but to answer yeah. priyanka's like rather than alternate medicine it's a healing modality priyanka it heals your body in, uh, from within uh, it brings your uh, physical mental body into balance yes it does help with uh, many physical mental illnesses um as i mentioned like heart rate and then there is blood pressure 
um, chronic pains in the body. Uh, they, with, with due course, with continuous practice, they tend to heal. But I still wouldn't recommend it as a medicine uh, approach, you know, like... Of course. Uh, yeah, so take... This is just an added, I'm just saying, uh, apart from other... Yeah. Uh, I said yoga practices as well, because this is what sometimes doctors advise that you need to stretch to make your heart function well. You need to mm -hmm. involve this physical activity because this doesn't, uh, I mean, yeah, the strength training and all the uh, sweat generating exercises, they might end up in generating extra stress, which is already there in your, in your, in your body. When you're dealing with chronic, chronic illness or so, I just said alternative because uh, it helps the, the willingness to uh, keep up with the disease decreases yeah. in a patient. But meditation helps. Meditation helps to, uh, you know, yeah. So uh, I think help alternative medicine is not the right term, I would say. But yes, it definitely helps. So uh, your take on it, that's why I said. Yeah, so um, I think, yeah, uh, what, what you said, it helps... Uh, bring up that energy within right that confidence within it increases the life force the prana in your body uh different yogic practices and yes sound meditation uh as well uh when you're relaxed when you are um experiencing that true joy within i think naturally your ability to heal better increases right uh and right. i also right. think that throughout when you follow any yogic practice whether it is yoga or meditation you go, your body you yourself feel a lot of emotions if you're trying a new asana you will first resist it and slowly you'll start accepting the mat accepting yourself and then you feel calm quiet peaceful so i think it just teaches that that as when you feel a lot of feelings and it is okay <laughs> supposed to feel yeah. that way yeah general like uh, it comes down to that right like both emotional and physical well-being uh, is very important and sound meditation uh, definitely helps uh, helps with different kinds of emotional uh, emotion it starts with stress this right. ends up uh, like emotional well-being which eventually shows up in your physical body as well so True. yeah connected um but holistic practices definitely help uh, uh, uh and how like one my, my cheat sheet to know if uh, something is holistic mm -hmm. or not um uh, is to know if a practice works on your whole body or just like one illness uh it. like seems like in modern medicine uh you're working on one particular one one that that illness itself but not on your whole body uh, not on your whole mind and body connection, uh, which is very, very important. I think traditional uh, medicine, uh, Asian, uh, traditional Asian medicines, Ayurveda, they, they work on your yoga practices. It's it's whole mind and body thing. Complete. Uh, you're one whole unit and not just one separate illness that's being treated. Right. So, yeah. 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 I mean, that completely makes sense. Yeah. You know, and about this, uh, coming back to the other question that I had about the gym goers and the weightlifters. Mm -hmm. 
uh, how yeah. they like trash talk about yoga but you know n- not just that recently i have seen this um, shift is uh, like once in a week people mm-hmm. go to yoga people join yoga classes i mean the yeah. weightlifters to just to stretch their body because eventually if something is pulled in their muscle now they come back to yoga earlier they were like trashing it all together so a- any takes on that i think um, a lot of people consider yoga first yoga is not just asana practice yoga has eight limbs asana is like physical practice is a part of one one section of it it's very deep very evolved uh, a very very internal practice mm-hmm. and asana practice physical practice helps you get there um but also like even when the physical asana practice of people consider as a stretching exercise which is not true yes stretching is very important like even uh, passive stretches are important to let go of any physical tension that you're holding on to a body part yeah um but most of it is actually very active uh ask uh, hatha yoga practitioners uh, ask traditional hatha yoga practitioners ask practitioners it takes a lot of strength it takes oh, a yes. lot of strength so which a lot of people don't know because the kind of yoga that they practice um is very stretching oriented and, and very light uh, which they do to complement their um strength training uh, because yeah. most of the day and training so it's required to do some light stretching passive not active holds um which is important to that them which is important to complement that uh, strength training aspect but if one is practicing uh, practicing yoga asanas on their own, it can be physically demanding on its own uh, yeah. true asana. yeah so maybe people yeah. haven't explored all forms of yoga you know they just have a very basic idea okay yoga is just standing in a position touching your feet yeah. without holding your knees well, yeah yeah that yeah. high level idea of uh, you know just stretching but honestly i have experience i have done a few yoga sessions myself and mm-hmm. um i realized that it's i'm sweating even more than what i used to do in regular Correct. strength it happens it happens yeah so that was one thing so yeah i i had this question for akshita and at least i mean uh, both of you actually so like we have um we have been introduced to so many different forms of uh, you know physical workout and fitness regime and yoga being one of it strength training being one of it running cardio is one another thing um apart from like sound meditation are you guys also practicing something um something else which you think is complementing well with the sound meditation uh, i think i can take that answer sure. <laughs> i can take that um so yes uh, i think in my experience some sort of physical practice combined with meditation does real wonders they like even before like as i mentioned right like during a session we first start with some breath work some movement yeah. so movement get the energy up uh, open up the body so combine any physical practice be it it can be anything that you like it can be just simple jumping jacks uh, for that matter uh, mm-hmm. whatever you like, uh, it can be strength training for some it can be gym for some people it can be asana practice for some both in corporate strength um 
any form of movement can be dancing for them uh combining movement and meditation in your life uh works wonders and that's when uh, i think from what i've experienced if i do a good physical practice then followed by meditation uh it's it's really blissful it opens up your body uh, to take up that energy right uh, right to connect and... with the world you need to connect with yourself is the bottom line of i think uh, every such uh, meditation yeah. activity so yeah. uh, that's what meditation does exactly. exactly and i have this like a, a curiosity to know like what should be the frequency of meditations in general like i mean it can vary from people to people i know but um according to you guys how 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 many times or what's what should be the frequency how often should one practice it like every day twice a day i don't know about it so i can answer that through my experience yeah uh, so or if there is any limit because i know i have some friends actually one friend and he he meditates a lot like he's able to treat his daily cold and cough because he's so much deep into the practice but uh, generally i feel like it's not about how many time or how long it should be but even just connecting to your breath for 3 minutes or guided meditation for 5 minutes is something that will set you up for the day and um doing it every day sometimes taking it during the breaks if you've had a stressful day be- before lunch so i don't think there is any uh, i'm not sure if there is any hard limit but mm-hmm. doing body needs is something that should be that should be as per your mind and yeah. body yeah what, what, what you yeah i don't think i also know a number uh, yeah. uh but i think the and the is some conscious and aware right uh, to reduce the fluctuations of our mind so as in when necessary uh, true, th- true. No- yeah makes sense completely I- yeah i'm not conscious uh, i am not here in the present uh, my mind is taking over me uh, so yeah that's when you come back to meditation and or actively uh, yeah you know what um a few times like again this can be a totally stupid example that i'm giving uh quite a few times i've seen people like um again only people from the corporate industry could understand this like there's a lot of office politics that's happening a lot of things people are saying here and there and nonsense is happening around the office some some of us are hugely stressed about it and think about it all day and night but there's one guy who's deep into meditation he just leaves everything there and becomes very calm at the end of the day when he leaves his desk i think i i have experienced one of such uh, instances where there was something extremely uh, traumatic happening in our project and all of us were extremely stressed and not sure what what's i mean who's responsible for it who's going to do what everyone was going to get the beating and then there was this one guy who just had a cup of tea and said it's all going to be fine guys i mean you know in a yogic tone yeah. i was like what do you do <laughs> how are you not stressed yeah so i think seems... uh, yeah 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 those are the um, uh, I, I, like effects right like you see you get inspired from people um, who, who follow this lifestyle and then they're able to detach themselves from the chaos that's around and still do yeah. their job exactly exactly and like priya rightly they're... said in the uh, during the introduction like your voice is so calming uh, both of yours 
it's exactly like that i mean people who are deep into meditation their voice their um, tonality it becomes so calming and a treat to ears sometimes that you just like are you sure there's no global warming are you sure there's no war going on are you sure there was no covid 2 years back because you guys don't seem to be stressed at all so yeah i mean uh, it tools. surely works yeah they don't um, they don't take away the problems like yoga and meditation wouldn't like just remove uh, different things that are going around us pandemic was very difficult and then the office things that keep keep on going yeah. those will not go we just we, these are tools that help us um, deal with them better than before uh, help in navigating change yeah. uh, it, it, it helps us grow and evolve on how can we better deal with it how can we not get emotionally bothered by these um, right and it's not get bothered by the way like uh, it, it's uh, we are we are eventually humans right and have reached that particular state so it's not that i don't get bothered by factors around me but uh, i know i have uh, I'm, i'm blessed to have these tools with me that help me um you know help me detach when i'm feeling like too much is going on correct uh, it helps Correct. me de-stress yeah um eventually what priyanka said right connecting with my uh, true self true yeah. yeah um uh priya um like we did a podcast with a yoga practitioner and a yoga teacher few weeks mm-hmm. back and uh, like there also i had this question like this is something we all know the yogis and the rishis if you go uh, towards the north of india especially they live in the cold environment they live in the cold temperatures without like appropriate clothing uh, i'm not sure if they get enough food but one thing that's they are armed with is uh, yoga and meditation um we all see people like in the northern regions especially in the himalayan uh, ranges where you find uh, like the shiva temples and those places a lot of our yogis and rishis they live for years and years maybe more than 100 years at times um a lot of study has said that and they are just unmoved by the things around them they're just unmoved um by the temperature by what's happening in the world and everything so do you think um like uh, of course they are armed with yoga and uh, like blessed with meditation do you think it actually plays a very important role? and how is that even possible i mean how can somebody just on the basis of yoga and meditation um like define all odds and uh, be there so aptly so yoga is a very very deep practice uh, it's not only like you know uh, as i said it's not just a physical practice it works uh, on different levels of your mind and body um which eventually i'm 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 again like i'm not a teacher or an expert yeah uh, but from what i've learned from my teachers um it helps bring up our life uh life force the prana energy in our body there are different kinds of energy uh energies um which yogic practices help increase the life force uh which is how uh the rishis and yogis who meditate uh, for so long uh, and they are so uh, devoted to it they're so dedicated to it they don't get affected by uh, 
the more like they have so little but they still have so much more than we mere mortals have so they have realized the truth they have realized what is important what isn't what is real what isn't uh, what is real and what is the drama uh, uh, around us so i, I think uh, when someone achieve, achieves that state of self realization um, yeah. and then these continued yogic practices uh, yeah Uh, I think it's the peak of spirituality that you can attain in a way. Like we all are spiritual in some ways in our own limits, but um, yeah. like we still all know that. Yeah, we we are still discovering. We get sad um, for little things. We get extremely excited and happy about few things. But I think when you are extremely spiritual, I may be wrong. It's just that when you are when some. a uh, happy moment comes you just know that it's going to be there for some time it's not permanent and similar for the sad moments or the dark yeah. times you just know that okay this is also not permanent so i think that's spirituality as it speak and it just unmoves you even because like, the answer is within us i mean uh, sakshi and akshata would agree there is uh, every person should hold this detachment sense in in himself or herself for example we should know our boundaries where to talk when to give advice or not unnecessarily bonding with someone and then expecting might harm you so if you know where where is your limit where should you stop advising someone will help you yeah. only so yeah. uh, when you said keji bhaiya about uh, how do they do this without even wearing those Furry, thick sweaters. They are just walking. They have this balance. It's because years and years and days and minutes of practice where they were just quiet. They were just talking with themselves, and there were no words involved. So uh, this is what I feel. I have read much about it, not that much, but uh, this is my perception. How they must have achieved that that particular level. of balance in their life if someone is very much comfortable within themselves it's because they know the answer agar khushi zyada din nahi rehti to gham bhi zyada din nahi rahega kya baat it's that ustad priyanka mishra not disappointing a moment today so so they know this they know agar aisa hai to it will it will not last much longer so be quiet it's fine super as a haywire karke situation stretch karoge it will not be helpful so be calm it will be right. fine they are not essentially letting my uh, bother them or, or you know distract them from their true self yeah so yeah i mean uh, absolutely um my last question is for again uh, both of you akshita can take this if she wants is we have we are seeing so much of stress around uh, um i don't know why i talk about this in every episode about social media um i just realized that uh, it plays with your mind so badly with every little and um, big thing and that also adds to a lot of stress like you can just be stressed while being comfortable in your couch and looking scrolling to your phone or maybe sleeping on your bed and 
scrolling through your phone and you you can still get stressed how can meditation help you like uh, this is very specific question you know just about the social media and the trauma that it creates and the stress that it creates at times to being in par with the world to competing with everybody who's out there you know to look that particular way that's also a stress that's a bad stress and a lot of uh, younger people nowadays are facing this you know the fear of missing out the fear of keeping up how can this um, how can any meditation for that matter and you can focus on sound meditation can help you in uh, like getting rid of it or treating it in a way um that that yeah but like i completely agree with you gorav that just using phone using instagram or any social media is just so easy you can yeah. just do it while talking it's just so ingrained that open the phone and just start scrolling use your thumb for it any meditation i think it just helps in this meditation you feel so uh you so we feel so peaceful after sound meditation after that one hour um you feel so good for yourself you just want to get tight hug that you don't want to look at your screen and the what i have felt is that the effect of sound meditation lasts way beyond that one hour so even in the next day i i just want to feel like doing it i don't know how that happens but it yeah. just um being i i don't want to know what's happening in the world like because i'm or, or if the fomo that you were talking about yeah, i don't yeah. want to know posting what what did everybody do on weekend because after that one hour i'm just so uh, happy with myself and uh, just want to focus on myself so mindful generally what i have noticed that even after that one hour of meditation i am mindful when i'm drinking water or having a cup of tea i don't know how that happens again but generally i'm i'm sure i won't be that mindful i would use my phone check instagram or when i'm drinking or i or drinking water <laughs> but yeah. yeah i think it just helps you to disconnect yeah. yeah i mean surely and i think this is one of the um people call it a blessing but i call it a curse all the time uh, the social media and you got to treat it in whatever possible it's a way. blessing and a curse it's uh, it's mm. maintaining again i'm repeating that it's for example kg where you you yourself have uh, done this before you just switch off your phone for two days i'm sure you're going to mm. do this in next week uh, vacation <laughs> time period of yours so it's because you decided that for yourself asakshi mentioned a very beautiful thing that when she's drinking water she's just so mindful that a drop of water is actually she can feel that pani is acche se ja raha hai mere body ke otherwise what we do uh, side mein phone chal raha and uh, continuously you know that yeah. stuck game stuck game which brain plays up turant so that happens again because of meditation so that that's what sakshi said that uh, sure. even when she's drinking chai she can feel the taste the taste buds are active so much active that pura dhyan sirf chai feel the flavors and everything yes yeah. yes yeah. that's meditation when she's drinking chai that is meditation because her uh, focus is just on that activity nothing else Yeah. Right. I think that's how you can make any moment meditative. Actually, uh, I yeah. think sound. 
our experience i what i relate to is with when i go on any vacation and i'm beside a waterfall or near a beach like it's it's going there it's just so peaceful and meditative that i don't want to look at my screen like i think i'm sure like some of us would have also experienced that if you go on a vacation and you're using too much of your phone to click pictures after a while nahi nahi ab bas bahut ho gaya i just want to <laughs> yes in this moment I am so annoyed with this, uh, you know, practice that we go to a place and the very first thing is we click pictures and not look around with our naked eyes. We immediately take out the phone and start clicking pictures and don't be in that moment and uh, don't enjoy that scenery. It's there, a beach or a waterfall or a mountain or whatever. So uh, both with phones and social media, what Priyanka was saying, it can be. a boon and a bliss a uh, excess of anything is bad so if we use it uh, you know mindfully uh, it would be helpful to us it will help us connect with people it will help us know what's going around but yeah too much can get very heavy i also uh, uh, i am with you on that too much of social media too much yeah. of uh, information bombarding these days uh, so much content is there around like too much and it's so accessible <laughs> uh, to everybody Yeah, so accessible. Yeah, so being mindful is very, very important. And what Akshita said, like how sound meditation helps you, uh, or any other meditative practice for that matter, like, uh, essentially, like eventually, being mindful is what is important. Um, so right, detaching yourself from that world, uh, coming back to yourself, giving yourself that much needed quality time, uh, that much needed non-digital time, is very, very important. um and yeah and on that note we have come to the end of this episode so sakshi nakshita thank you so much for coming anything uh, uh, coming up any new sessions that you're hosting which you would like to talk about so i usually host sessions um scheduled sessions couple of times in a month uh, okay. one during new moon and one during full moon because the there is natural upsurge in energy during these times um wow. so that combined with sound meditation um, is um yeah wow. uh, so the effect of both uh, new moon full moon combined with the energy of sound meditation it does wonders so i usually host scheduled sessions during new moon and full moon um and then as and when anyone wants to try um, like an ad hoc session i'm always happy to host i really hope uh, everyone gets to experience that true blissful state uh, the true joy is that state of anand uh, 100% Yeah. yeah and so, is it like uh, you have to be physically present to attend your session I, so you can uh, take it remotely not necessarily so i do both online and in person sessions a lot of my participants participants join join online and it and it has same effects uh, uh like all Wonderful. the uh, you know benefits that we discussed physical benefits emotional mental uh, spiritual uh it, it doesn't matter if you are there in person or joining remote online uh, let's uh, do it priya let's join yeah, the session maybe me and uh, kg will be your next participant for awesome. sure and all the upcoming yeah. sessions we can find on your instagram um yeah. that's where you post the schedule yeah on uh, ananda that's my uh, instagram account where i usually post sure uh, we'll link all your yeah, handles in the description of the show so people whoever is interested to explore this side of the beautiful world can just go and check it out join sessions so remember much. full moon and half moon 
is when yeah. it happens. New moon and full moon. <laughs> New moon and full moon. <laughs> this just shows. You're shows just how... not getting the lingo right. <laughs> it just shows. But how... you can do it on a half moon, like uh, midway through the cycle as well. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's I just got so so excited the moment she said. Uh, We'll be conducting sessions on full moon, new moon, or even half. I was like, oh my god, this is so thrilling! <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, okay, that's good. Yeah. Thank you so much, you. Sakshi and Akshita, for thank you, thank um, you. giving thank your you. time. I know. Thank it was, you, Sakshi, Akshita. It was months of persuasion for you guys to come here, <laughs> but thank it eventually so. happened. We succeeded. We got you yeah, here, and so what nice an episode we made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having us. Thanks yeah, for inviting thank us. You. And yeah, uh, as you said, it took us time to schedule this, but I'm so I'm glad that we're yeah, glad we finally. Yeah, connected. and we can we can have maybe one more session on some once like uh, me and Priya join any of your sessions, and we can talk about our experiences and how we felt after it. So it can be a good follow up session to what we recorded today. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. thank you everyone for listening. Uh, this is say that again, mate. Me and Priya will be back again next week. And Sakshi and Akshita, uh, we can link their handles in the description. So you can check out what all is happening in the world of meditation. Connect with them and schedule your sessions. And with that, it's time to say bye. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Sakshi. Bye, Thanks, guys. Akshita. Thank you. Namaste. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Hey there, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just in case you liked the episode, do leave us a rating and follow us on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to. It'll be of great help if you share the podcast with your friends and tell them what podcast you're consuming. And you can also send us your questions, suggestions, feedbacks and AMAs at please say that again mate at gmail.com or you can DM us on our Instagram. Our handles are there in the description of the show. And with that, I'll take your leave and see you again next week. Thank you.